0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the PlayStation Access podcast, where we're taking a look at the humble video game adaptation. Or oh, not so humble, considering the excellence The Last of Us is currently dishing out to our TV screens. Join us for a discussion on our favorite game to screen adaptations, what we'd love to see given the adaptation treatment, and some quick fire Pod Squad comments. Let's go. Hello everybody and welcome to the PlayStation Access Podcast, the official podcast of PlayStation UK, which means one thing, of course, one thing only. We're going to be talking about a very small TV series. I don't know if you've heard of it.
1: The Last of Us. The Last of Us. I'm so excited about The Last oh, of Us. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, only from like the first episode alone. it's yeah. just well, like We'll what? get to that, Rosie. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get get there. There. <laughs> we'll get there.
0: The excitement.
2: <laughs>
1: Hold your horses, Rosie. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Right. I'm going to introduce us first. You've probably heard the name Rosie, so that she's here. Hello, uh, everyone. Ash, me, your host, and Rob is also here. Hello. We are missing Dave this week because getting us all together in the same room in this new year is just not... Impossible, yeah, apparently. Not something we can do. Yeah. So you've got three of us. And as always, I'm going to give us a little punny name based around our theme. Which I missed is, this last time. Yes, I actually wrote them down. Here. They were in white ink. It was like...
2: Uh, <gasps> could you, could you, re- are you, Can you remember...
0: I think I can see. I thought this is quite funny because it links back because we're doing we're going to talk about the Last of Us, but also adaptations at large for video games. And in the Uncharted film, he does a little a little hot moment on the postcard, which reveals secret writing. And this was like what I left <laughs> on the uh, on the podcast outline where I had the pun names. If you'd have done the secret <laughs> highlight, you'd have seen them. Um, so the New Year's names were Rosie Lucian.
1: Hey, nice, nice you.
0: Nice. you Mine was Ash Lang Syne. Uh, That's good. Dave was um, New Year's Dave. And then you, Rob, were my favourite because it was <laughs> January, Rob. <laughs> <sighs>
2: <laughs> Let's move on. What's yeah. so, what are our Last of Us name or TV adaptation so, names?
0: This is TV show names to kind of tie into the adaptation overarching theme. So mine is Ash versus the Evil Dead because, or Ash versus Evil Dead. Really. There's, no e, there's no "the" in it. It's the the series, the TV series. So yours was easy. Yours is just the name of the TV series. Yeah, because I am cool and my name is Ash, like Ash Williams, but Ash Milliams... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Rob, yours is um, from the TV show Mister Robot. Mister Robots.
2: Again, that's just that's just the name of the show. My name yeah. just fits in there.
0: Exactly. I'm excited for mine now. Yeah, people so, used to call
2: me Robot as well. Did they? Yeah.
0: Is that because of your cool dance moves? Can you give us a I, robot I, move? I,
2: I can't remember why. Oh. I can't do it on the sofa.
0: Just a little one for our for our watches. A little on alarm. YouTube. A little
2: well, alarm. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll do some noise if. As yeah. well, yeah, yeah. Do the noise so that people who are listening don't feel left out.
0: Yeah. That's pretty good. There you oh, go. Very good. There you go. You need some oil, though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> some WD forty on my yeah. joints.
0: <laughs> okay, Rosie. Your name is <gasps> Rosie. There's a 1970s TV show about a
1: police officer <laughs> called Rosie.
3: You just <laughs> the okay
1: children's TV show sick. Rosie and Jim so I have to give you credit for just finding one of just called Rosie Rosie, Rosie. a British TV show about a police officer called Rosie I'm
3: going <laughs> to find
0: that I'm
2: going to find that maybe it's on UK Gold or something
0: yeah, Maybe. Yeah. I don't know it was very like I didn't look up anything about it other than it was this police officer who's called like like Detective Rosewood or something like that. But to his friends, he's rosy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's move on swiftly from this. I'm going to give you a little preview of what we're going to be talking about today. So our main feature is video game adaptions Adaptations? Yes. Adaptations. (laughs) And The Last of Us new TV series. I laughed so enthusiastically then. I'm a bit embarrassed about it. Um, (laughs) Yes, The Last of Us, brand new TV show. Very exciting. Loads of stuff to say about it. We're then going to move on to comments of the week, which are community highlights from the hashtag PodSquad. PodSquad. Very good, guys. Then we're going to move on to before we go for some coverage outside of gaming. But first, it is the question that comes up every week. I've got to ask it. What's new? okay guys and what is new that is the question it's january so i'm gonna tell you yeah (laughs) it's (laughs) It's a long january it's
2: been 84 years (laughs) it's still january
0: January. (laughs) so it's it's ongoing it's january and uh, there's not a lot of news new news out there it's just just survive, endure and survive thematically, actually. So, I have collected up a, a little post from the PlayStation blog, which is about the most downloaded games in December for PS4. Oh, okay. So, I thought that was just an interesting kind of overview of what people have been playing uh, over Christmas. Can, uh, can, we, can we guess? Period. You can try and guess, yeah. So, I've got the top 10.
2: I think I can see it. Oh, I've okay. already looked at it. My eyes couldn't help but look I'd... at the, the screen.
0: Well, okay. What I do guess you think the top one is a Call of Duty game.
1: Oh that's number two Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is the second That's number two Number one I'm just saying I know that FIFA might be quite popular I don't know if that'll be number one but fief- it is! It is It is number one! Yeah! Nailed it! Yeah.
2: Nailed it!
0: And then we've got El Classico, Grand Theft Auto Five, at number three. Uh, this is for the UK charts as well. We've got Need for Speed, Unbound, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, The Callisto Protocol, God of War Ragnarok, Elden Ring, NBA 2K23, and Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. On, uh, Good old on, Crisis on, Core. On well list. done, Crisis Core, yeah. you yes. made it! You Great game! It. Oh, I'm glad that the Callisto Protocol is getting loads of love on on being in the the top ten because mm. I, I really enjoyed it. I've,
2: I've got it downloaded. I've not started it yet. Oh, I, are you going to play it? I've got it downloaded on my PS5, ready to play. Yeah. I really want to play it. Yay! I've decided I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna, this. You know, I'm going to play that and Dead Space yeah. and Resi Four. Yeah. and Silent Hill 2. Oh, this year here he is just—he's
0: the horror man.
2: Horror time. Horror yeah. is arriving. Horror. Her- <laughs> horror
0: Horob. horror <laughs> Oh, man, I'm going to have to fight you. You've already had my spot doing presenting for the podcast, being the host. You now can't have I'm, horror as well. No, I'm the horror person <laughs> no. on the channel. I was terrified. That's right. I was like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to be relegated to, to, like, Dave's spot on the other You're side. You're the Star Wars fan now. Yeah, that'll be it. I'll be taken away. Well, not as the Star Wars fan. I just mean Rob will be in my seat and I'll have to move somewhere else. Well, we'd just swap them to come we'll be to relegated me. to my seat. Yeah. Oh, God, the lowest of the line. It's nice over here. (laughs) It's nice. I'm on the aisle.
2: That's true. I can just, you know, nip out to the loo anytime, yeah. anytime I like.
0: That's true. That's true. I'm in the window seat, the window being the glassy eyes of the cameras. Hello.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, we're all in the window seat.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like a little overview of what people have been playing uh, over Christmas, which I just think is nice. And I like that people have their favourites that are just tried and tested. Your FIFA, your Call of Duty and your Grand Theft Auto. Like, they're just always going to be there, aren't they? Just nice little... Your classics. Um, yeah, there we go. People are hanging out, chatting, having fun. Um, I also, I'm going to include this, <laughs> Rob's going to be like, no, but I'm going to include this. <laughs> the, the newest thing for PlayStation Access is we've made a deal
2: with
0: Ooh. the devil, a.k.a. Rob, where if we get over 3,000 <laughs> oh, no,
2: feet
3: concurrent. No. We just...
2: <laughs> should have kept this to ourselves.
0: A pizza, (laughs) pizza (laughs) that's what our workers on a
2: live stream. Let's let's clarify on a live stream on our channel. Yeah, we have 3,000 people at the same time watching a live stream. It has been decreed (laughs) that pizza will be provided (laughs) for the team.
0: I really like it how it's the carrot on the stick, but it's just like the slice on the pole. I don't know what you'd put a pizza on the The plate, plate,
1: (laughs) plate. Or just hand, like someone just holding on to it. It could, but I don't want hand pizza. I want it box fresh. I want one of
2: those things, you know, the big, what are they called, (gasps) that you get pizzas out of the stone oven with. The the big The shovels, the The, big pizza pizza shovel. shovel. The pizza
0: shovel. Yeah, so, you know, we have opportunity to to earn the pizza shovel. (laughs) (laughs) So there's just a little, that's just a little like, hey, if you haven't seen us on YouTube, come and watch us on YouTube. (laughs) I
2: don't want... (laughs) I don't want there to be three thousand peak concurrence, but it just it's pity watching because they want us to give have pizza. Pizza watching.
0: Well, I don't want that either. Not at all.
1: Don't also join us for a pizza party. No. no,
2: don't. You're not going to get... There's nothing in it for the audience. We shouldn't have said anything. Joy. The audience joy. doesn't get pizza. They can join
1: us for... Yeah. They can, like Everyone grabs a pizza and then yeah. in spirit we're all having a pizza party we're together. We're also not yeah.
2: having pizzas on the live stream either. No, that's true. That's not what's going to happen.
1: No, I, I need to eat
0: privately.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to (laughs) people let's move on from this let's
0: move on so also i wanted to talk about the last of us but i'm going to put that in our main feature so i figured that was the the spot for it
2: it is very new though isn't it Mm. it's the newest most exciting thing
0: yeah i just i just think you know with all of our adaptations there's so much to talk about it so let's just let's do a little first impression here what's like your what's your what was your thoughts when they announced
1: a last of us series Oh, for them. I mean at first I just thought this is really cool um, I think it's a it's a world that I'm so used to it being in video game format when it was announced for TV I was immediately like oh what, what oh. are they yeah like what, oh yeah like, <laughs>
3: what are they oh.
1: <laughs> 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 what are they going to do with the world with the characters um, when the cast was announced I won't lie I don't know the cast I, I don't know any I know um, anyone in the cast I know that they've done some really big roles but I heard not a Game of Thrones fan I think Not a Mandalorian fan. I've never seen Mandalorian, but it's on my list of things to watch. In Game of Thrones. You've seen
2: Game of Thrones. Pedro Pascal was Prince Oberyn Martell in Game of Thrones. And Bella Ramsey. And Bella Ramsey was... Liana More- Mormont, Mormont.
0: Yeah, I do I not believe. remember. She's the Bear Island lady.
2: She was amazing in Game of she Thrones. She was so good. She was like the little girl who would tell all the Northern Lords yeah. what was what. Yeah. They'd all be deliberating and couldn't get to a consensus. And mm. Bella Ramsey would stand up and he was like, Shut up, old men. <laughs> we're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. And everyone was like, Ah, oh, I love Liana Mormont.
1: I do not remember this at all. And yeah. Oberyn Martel well, was just seasons? amazing. Oh. This is
2: season four. He had like, okay, I would have watched well, it. Well, we won't do spoilers because there might be people who are listening. To this, you mm. are in the middle of watching yeah. Game of Thrones. He's a great Dornish uh, man. Though. But he's, he's brilliant. He's amazing. He has like a. Very spear. sexy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like I remember some things about Game of Thrones, I just don't remember some of
2: the key, most some memorable of the key parts. Most
1: memorable parts, apparently.
2: <laughs> For God's sake, really.
1: Maybe if I saw an image of them in role in Game of Thrones, Maybe, I'd be like, oh, yeah. that character. He does
2: look very different as, as, as Joel. To how he looks as Prince Oberyn. I mean, it's the sure. same
1: face.
2: It is, but like you know, it's this rugged and a bit bleak and yeah. and you know years of of trauma. His <laughs> his character in in Game of Thrones is yeah. a very sort of optimistic, bright eyed,
3: yeah, oh. everything.
2: You know, he's. I
1: want to look this up right oh, now. He's now so good. he's very charming. That it's was very that charming. That was the
2: first time I ever became aware of Pedro Pascal was mm. when he played Oberyn in Game of Thrones. He's great. He's so good in it.
0: And he's so good in Mandalorian as well, just yeah. as the, 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 the masked man, the helmeted ma- the boy. The helmet. <laughs> what is.
1: Because he wears the Mandalorian mask all the time? Wait, is he the actual main character? Yes, Rosie. Rosie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know
2: this! You, are you sure you've seen The Mandalorian, Rosie? <laughs> <laughs> no, Rosie said she hasn't seen it.
1: I haven't seen The Mandalorian. Oh, you haven't <laughs> seen, you haven't no, seen, Mandalorian. I haven't seen okay, The Mandalorian. Okay, fair enough. I, think I saw, like, the, the first episode. Um, and then something else came up, and I was like, "Oh, I need to come back to this." Um, well, yeah, you
2: don't, you won't, you wouldn't have seen his face if you've only seen the first well, that's, episode. Yeah, I yeah. only
1: know the the character in the helmet. Yeah. And now the whole time I'm going to be there. Like, where's your face?
3: Come on, <laughs> come on! I want to <laughs> see, that lovely, see that lovely.
1: Let me see that lovely face. But now you've inclined me more to watch the Mandalorian, so maybe I'll yeah. pick it. I, oh, it's gonna, good. Yeah, it's I've good. heard it's very good. Mm. What did you think
0: about the announcement of the Last of Us, Rob?
2: I was very excited about it, but I think I became even more excited when the trailers started dropping, and yeah. you saw. Mm. You saw it became immediately apparent what a a very good job they'd done. and good's a very shallow word. A very authentic job, a very faithful job. Obviously, uh, Neil Druckmann has had a lot of creative involvement in it, um, so it was always going to be. We felt very faithful to the game, yeah. um, and I think. Well, we'll talk about more about this in in the main feature because I I think it's very satisfying to see like how The Last of Us has almost come full circle in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously the, the game, the the, the storytelling in the game is very heavily inspired by like some of the best cinematic storytelling out there. Like it's a very cinematic Mm -hmm. game anyway, The Last of Us. And so it, it's almost like the perfect, the perfect game for a, for a a television adaptation because so much of the drama can be captured Mm. um, just how it was in the game. Uh, So I, I think that was very exciting. Um, and now episode one of the show is here uh, and everyone's watched it. I think a lot of, I'm sure a lot of our audience would agree um, that it is an in- so far an incredibly yeah. faithful oh, yeah. adaptation and sort of like the the emotional response you get from it is... Is very similar to the emotional response you get whilst you're playing the game. It's, oh oh, it's, it's that's great. a bad
0: thing. That's a bad thing because I know I'm going to cry the whole way through. No, but it's good, though, <sighs>
2: isn't it? It's, it's good stuff. It's, of
0: course, it's, it's amazing. Good stuff. Yeah. It's incredible. And just that's just a little joke because it's really good and it's really powerful and it's already getting those little oh god the the pangs that you get <laughs> the heart pangs yeah. of the Last of Us are happening. But we're not going to delve into heavy spoilers or anything like that in this podcast. We're just going to talk about The Last of Us, about that first episode and kind of like the feeling behind that. Yeah, so,
2: we've got a video on the channel with yeah. you both, with Ash, yeah, Ash and yeah. Rosie. Um, the spoiler that, Yeah, not a spoiler, just like a reaction to episode one. Yeah. So if you've seen episode one, please go and watch that video and you can, you can share in the excitement.
0: Woo! But for now, though, let's move on to the main feature so that we can talk a little bit more in depth about it and some of our other favourite adaptations and the video game to big screen pipeline. Let's go okay we're in the main feature so we can get down into the nitty-gritty of the last of us so i think kind of my next question that kind of digs into the first episode airing specifically is just overall feelings about the first episode because mine are (laughs) a <laughs> very very
1: strong first episode yeah. it's one of those episodes that you watch the first one and immediately by the end of it you're like where's the next one yeah um and i know that i've got a lot of friends as well who are making a more of an event out of the first episode as yeah. well you know they're grabbing they're getting popcorn they're going to watch it at nighttime, set up the living room so it's all and uh it's definitely worth like that that little extra setup just yeah. to it, you know, just to get into the moment and then get completely hooked mm-hmm. and gripped by it. And from the reaction I've seen from people so far, everyone's just been like, ah, what an amazing first episode. So yeah. it's a very strong first episode. I think a lot of people
0: that I've spoken to, and well, you, Rob, being one of them, it's like all these people who know and love the game and have played it and have played the different iterations of it from PS3 to PS5 as well, have partners and family and friends.
2: This for me is the, the main yeah. thing that I'm enjoying. Um like my my wife is is not a gamer, um, mm. but I often watch, you know, I just watch good TV shows with her, and, and I and I knew that the Last of Us, the story of it, would absolutely be one that my wife would enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, seeing her reactions to all of the things that I sort of know are coming, oh, um, wow. it was a similar experience when. It's like when when you've read a book and then a show of the book, like Game of Thrones, like I was a big fan of of the book series. Um the show came out and there was there was obviously the 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 initial excitement of seeing this thing I loved adapted into this incredibly lavish HBO television production. But then you also get the vicarious excitement of watching the show with someone. Who doesn't know what's going to happen? And it's almost like, it's like watching a YouTube Let's Play, right? You, you're like, oh, yeah. you know, there's a cool bit coming up, and you've you just got an eye, an eye on them as well. Like, oh, I can't wait to see what their reaction to this is. And it's with The Last of Us for me, it's like that. I really enjoy watching my wife be like,
3: oh, oh my God.
2: I'm <laughs> just sitting there, like, yeah. I
0: love stressing out my right. wife. <laughs> no,
3: well, it's just,
2: you get this, it's a real enjoyment, isn't it? Yeah. Because you've. You know, it's 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 great. I think for for fans of the games to to see such an ambitious, lavish adaptation, mm. one that really is like properly good, oh, yeah. um, like that's thrilling enough in and of itself. But for any of any of the people who have, who know the game who are watching it with people, like you say, actually haven't played the game, yeah, like that's that's an, a whole level, a whole other level of excitement as well
0: hey video game words level
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> don't, not exclusive to the world of video games
1: <laughs> well not only like with you saying people who let's say don't play video games being exposed to this wonderful story well, not wonderful it's a very dark story but this brilliant story it's also for those who know the game mm-hmm. they've added in little extra things that's also new and surprising for them as well so not only is it like you know you and let's say your your friend or your partner who doesn't mm. like they're getting surprised but also there's something for everyone to get surprised about or everyone to be more like what's going to happen next because you don't know um and already the first episode showcased like bits of that already watching it the yeah. whole time I was just thinking you know, if there's like a new character introduced, you're just like, oh God, what's their story? What's going to happen to them? You have like a slight suspicion, but still you just you just can't help but have the same feeling as if you're ex- like experiencing the whole story completely again.
2: They've It seems that they've really thought about, OK, what can the medium of television or what does the medium of television allow us to do with a story that wouldn't necessarily be possible inside the video game? And like you say, Rosie, they're a little, little... New characters that don't really they don't really affect the overall story itself, but they add like a little bit more yeah. emotion, a little a little bit extra something for the audience to attach to. Yeah, um, that you wouldn't necessarily be able to put in the game. I think you made a good point in your reaction video to, to episode one. Like you you cannot control how a player goes through a game and mm. what characters they speak to and interact with. Some are optional, but with a TV show, everyone gets the same experience. So they're able to do add extra little flourishes with the tv show um and just build upon and make the world and the story even more in depth yeah uh and i think that's really cool And it seems like they've really thought a lot about it as well.
0: One hundred percent. It's just you can feel the love in every like beat of each scene. Like you know that everybody acting in it like knows the series and loves it, and all of the kind of people involved have done their utmost to make this the most you know, in-depth, immersive, beautiful rendition of this world. Yet again, like every time they do something with The Last of Us, it becomes the most beautiful, necessary version of it. And I think the TV series is no different. And that they've kept like some original actors in as well. Like we've got our Marlene in there. It's just really nice to see. And like we know that um, Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker are going to have like little cameos and stuff. So got to look out for them as it goes Mm. on. As we've seen in the trailers. I just, I love how involved this is for everyone who knows everything about The Last of Us because there are super duper fans and how open it is for new fans to come in for me it's my parents because they love like this sort of thing, they both like horror, yeah, and they both like um video game stuff. And for some reason, they got negr- like my dad never got around to playing The Last of Us. Um, and now my mom kind of has access to it because she's not a big gamer. So I know that those pair will absolutely love it. And being able to talk to them whilst knowing what's coming, it's cool like, isn't it? say,
2: like- it's so cool. You say the little things for adding cameos from,
3: yeah,
2: actors who are in the game, like people who don't know the game aren't going to probably pick up on those things, yeah. but there's just extra little bits for, for fans of the games. Here's a little thing for you. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's, it's, I'm really excited that it's, the, the world of The Last of Us is now going to be, the story of The Last of Us yeah. is going to be seen and enjoyed by so many more people.
0: Yeah, definitely. I just think it's great. It's just their their whole attitude to accessibility just has kind of been reinforced with this because now it's accessible to everyone. Like if you're a gamer or not as well. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just really nice that everyone can kind of have access to this story. Um, I think kind of a key a key point, I'm gonna say this maybe is a light spoiler, but it's something that's gonna be drawn upon throughout the series. So I'm just gonna say that now. But there's been a change um, from spores being in the games to these little mushroom tendrils being in the mouths in the TV series and I just kind of wanted to get your kind of read on that because I think they're amazing and they work so cinematically and they're creepy little wiggly tongue stuff they're like <laughs> they're like creepy and they're so like fuzzy good. aren't they yeah
1: um I remember i mean when we i saw it in the first episode the first instance I thought at first it was the hair of yeah. the person who was being eaten so just to show how like and then when you see the wiggle, you're... the wiggle, wiggle. yeah, the, 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 the little wiggle of like their their little tentacly things, and they're just fuzzy, um, just a fuzzy little mouth tentacles, really. Yeah. <laughs> they're and creepy, fuzzy
2: little mouth tentacles.
0: <laughs> I just think it's a great like change up it's something that you know you, you're not going to be able to have people in masks the whole way through a tv series i know we've talked about the mandalorian but we're not going to have like gas masks through all these different sections and it offers something that where you don't know what's going to happen with it you don't know how they're going to use this you don't know kind of how the cordyceps brain infection is going to differ slightly in the tv series it adds that sense of like Uncertainty surety to people who, who know the, the infection and the, and the games and the illness from that so well, which I find really exciting. Mm. And I think from like a horror perspective, like having this visceral body horror of the mouth as well and knowing that this cordyceps is coming up and out of them and reaching into other things. <laughs> it's this very physical, literal interpretation of the need to grow and expand and take over. Oh, I just think it's fabulous. I wonder (laughs) how long they'll
1: grow. Uh, It's exactly I want to know how long the (laughs) tendrils gonna be. Like, you know, from what we've said so far, it's like, you know, probably a finger fingers fingers length worth. I I'd love it if, like, let's say later on in the series, what if there's just one who's just got like noodles of of the stuff. (laughs) Exactly! Noodles. Like really (laughs) long mouth. (laughs) Noodle mouth. But but they move and wiggle as well. So you know, even if you're far apart, they're just gonna be like like, I'd
0: love to see how it kind of works with bloaters and if it works differently with bloaters as well. Like, I don't know, is the mm-hmm. thing. Like, seeing the bloater in the trailer, you've seen the one at, like, the end of the mm. trailer where it's, like, that massive, like, yeah. plate-encrusted fungal man. Like, how? How is it going to be different? Is it going to be different? Like, <laughs> are there going to be noodles?
2: Uh, just slightly changing the subject, but I don't know if any of you have seen the the behind-the-scenes still of <laughs> Neil Druckmann no? directing... An actor who's like in full court deception. <laughs> it's so good. Like Neil Drake was like just pointing at something, obviously giving some yeah. creative direction. <laughs> and this is this guy in like a, a runner outfit, just like just, <laughs> just sitting like a runner <laughs> in like a thinking pose. Yeah. Like yes, 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 yes. yes I'll, I'll take that on board. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, I love that. I it was so great.
0: Oh god, the, I, I'm I'm just really excited for this series, as I know you guys are, and I know everybody is. I really want to ask. What you're looking forward to singing with this format, but I think it's going to tread too closely to revealing too much for people who aren't familiar with the TV series. Yeah,
2: let's let's not do any spoilers. There might be people listening who yeah have not played the game and yeah. are just coming to the TV series for for new. Mm-hmm. And that's also yeah, I can't I can't wait to see my wife's reaction. Yeah. To <laughs> that's what or, it is. All of, the, all of the things. Well,
1: that's your
0: thing. You can't wait to see how your wife reacts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I I think that is important, again, from leading into it being in a new format. Like, that is absolutely something. For me, it's always going to be creature design and special effects. Like, I love, I live for that. And I want to see how these nasty mushroom fungal boys, like, evolve and look different. (laughs) Oh, God. Like, knowing the timeline for all the different Cordyceps creatures from, like, Runner to Clicker to Bloater to Shambler to anything else. Rat King. Like, "Ah, what? it look
1: like? I'm just in like a general term, I'm just looking forward to seeing what new things they add to it. Yeah. is <laughs> in like is in like what they to add to the story and yeah. things like that. That that's the thing I'm most looking forward to. There's a lot of flesh going on. An already
0: flesh built story. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. It's a good thing. There's so much it's very rich and I think lavish, you've said a couple of times, and I think that's a really good word to describe the the approach to this. But I'm gonna move on now because Otherwise, we'll be talking about this all day. So I figured the, the kind of lead on from this is this is quite a faithful adaptation, at least since episode one is really yeah. faithful. So when you think of, you know, your video game adaptations, whether it's TV or film, do you prefer something that sticks to the story you know or do you want something that expands upon the world that's kind of been established?
2: I think I I I don't mind if something goes. I think with The Last of Us, it's been, I don't want to say easy, obviously, because obviously yeah. it's, it's not easy to... To make a TV oh, I could show make that. but the <laughs> the source material you've got with the last of Us game works for a TV show mm. almost straight away, um, and that's sort of what I was saying earlier. It feels like it's a creative full circle here because the last of us uh, uncharted was inspired by like matinee action adventure movies, the last of us, I think clearly inspired by really sort of you know you've got books and movies like the road yeah. uh, people existing. Uh, humans struggling to survive in these very harsh conditions. And there's Mm. quite a lot of like TV shows, I think, that The Last of Us was inspired by, for sure. Um, And I think, obviously, when The Last of Us came out, video games had finally reached a stage where you could could get that level of emotional performance out of video game characters. It's not just the voice, it's the facial animation, it's everything, it's in their eyes. Um, And before that, Video games just didn't have the technology to be able to convey that level of emotion through their characters. Mm. Um, and so The Last of Us was TV-level, cinema-level quality in terms of the the human story it was able to tell. Mm. Um, and so the the TV show, I think, has been able to just... It's like a natural fit, right? It feels like a natural fit. And 100%. and they can be completely faithful to the story there. Whereas mm. you get, you know, there's adaptations of, of video games from... Years and years and years ago, where the medium shift is so dramatic yeah. from a little retro sixteen-bit pixel thing, um, how do you, how do you turn that into a into a movie? How do you turn <laughs> that into a you know you, there there has to be some degree of creative license afforded to the people who are making adaptations of these things. Um, otherwise, what are you going to get in the TV show? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I personally I'm all in favor of adaptation you know it's an adaptation that's the key word right Mm -hmm. like I I'm a bit of a You know, I always get annoyed when fans of books or fans of whatever it is, they see the movie of the thing they like and they're like, oh, they didn't include this very specific detail. I mean, there's going to be a reason. There's going to be a creative reason why they haven't done it word for word or pixel for pixel or picture for picture how it was in the original thing. Um, And I quite enjoy seeing those differences.
0: Definitely. I think... um I really like when something super famous and and great and lovely and known gets a story told that's completely separate it's just in the universe and it's like okay here's what someone else is doing like do you ever wonder what's going on this world and kind of the roundness you get from that of seeing this this wider scope of this is a really well established world here's everything that's going on here's the characters you know and then here are some other ones and what they are up to and that sort of Mm. thing and i feel like the last of us is 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 doing that a little bit because you're getting these new people kind of brought in and folded in even if they're not long for this world. Yeah, uh, they're they're in there, and it's and it's really interesting to see them them come from all these different angles. Um, but yeah, like horror movies do it all the time, where the monster will be the same, and then they'll just like change the decade or go somewhere else. And I I really like that. I like seeing what an idea can do in all these different hmm. formulations of it. Um, But also when you're such a big fan of something and The Last of Us, like, as I'm sure with everyone, like it's close to my heart, like seeing the, the, the beat for beat bits. It's satisfying. Like, mm. it's like, oh, it's like yeah. oh, I know that. Like hearing Sarah say, drugs, I sell her, could that's me doing my my American accent. <laughs> <laughs> drugs. Uh, I, I thought that was great because I was like, oh, there's a funny, nice line from the game that we're all going to go, like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah,
2: It's going to be a lot of that, I think, yeah. <laughs> through the yeah. last of us show.
1: Oh, how about you, Rosie? Are you on the, the faithful or
0: the experimental track? Or I've, both.
1: I've been thinking like yeah, I've been thinking whilst you two have been talking, and I think I'm on I'm on the both. I like it when they have um
3: On the on both. The both.
1: On the <laughs> 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 I'm on the both. Like I like it when um you have elements to the original source, but I'm also you know, when they do new things with it and stuff, I think that's probably where i I get the most excited for. Mm. Um uh, because I mean, like an example that popped in my head has been, you know, um, fighting video game fight well fighters, um, and obviously if you just did it from the game, you're just gonna get a bunch of matches. But then it's the the how the adaptation takes the story or makes it so that the universe works. Um, Are you thinking of the Mortal Kombat movie? Well, that's an example. And also, there's a uh, Tekken on recently on Netflix yeah. um, because that one when they would like announce the trailers, so it still follows the story of. Jin Kazama with, uh, like, you know, June and things like that. But it's been how they've incorporated... I mean, I don't want to go into spoilers for how the show goes, but how, let's just say, for example, with the the tournament itself, the King of Iron Fist tournament, how they make it so that, you know, when you're playing the game, one moment you're fighting on a beach, and the next moment you're fighting at an industrial area, how they make it so it makes sense in the world. Yeah. Um, and then also as well, just with not even fighting games, but if you take the... The characters and things you're familiar with, and um, if you have like little references here and there in the background, or something like that, or like lines as you might know that you, the character has said in previous games, or things like that, um, seeing them go on a new adventure, I also find very exciting and interesting. Mm. So I think I'm like probably fifty fifty. Just about, I just yeah. I, I'm just just
0: like good stuff. I, I just I just
1: like adaptations. I always yeah. have a great time with them. I think they're a lot of fun. So yeah, definitely. Have you seen
2: the Castlevania? Oh, the, the,
1: that's brilliant! Shows. What a brilliant show the Castlevania show is. I remember when I first started watching it. Um, I was watching it when I lived with with my parents, and I watched it on the TV downstairs because they went out for a bit. And I thought, oh, me and my boyfriend were like, let's Castlevania watch Castlevania time, let's, <laughs> let's watch Castlevania because they're not interested in it. And we got the we got the living room, so let's get let's watch it here. And then there was a really gory scene of like monsters ripping into villages I think and then my parents just decided to walk in and I, we were really just like uh, we tried to pause it but it was fully midway through a gory animation it's beautifully animated but it was like a full gory and we were like oh god no yeah. I don't want Sorry. my mum to see this <laughs> like, even though like nowadays she's watching Breaking Bad at the moment so, but I was more oh, just god. like I was like protect my mum <laughs> no she can't see this
2: I like the way it's not like we'll get in trouble for watching this gory thing it's like
1: don't don't let my mum see. <laughs> 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 oh, but um, yeah, that's another fantastic adaptation, Castlevania. I need to watch that. You've oh, sold me on it from this it's so description. Good. It's like. so good. But again, that takes um, characters from a very sort of specific Castlevania mm. timeline. And I don't know Castlevania well enough to be like, oh, it follows it word for word and stuff like that. But... Um, I'm aware of the characters I know of the universe. Sorry,
3: I'm aware. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but and they're going on this uh, adventure um A very gory and like troublesome adventure of war and death. Troublesome, (laughs) those are my two favorite things. That's on
2: the back of the box. That is a gory, troublesome adventure.
1: I feel like I'm just jumping into probably what's going to come in later in the conversation of like adaptations we really like and things. Oh, yeah, that's where we're going. That's where we're going. So I feel like I'm just like jumping ahead of the gun. I'm like, oh, maybe I should wait until the next topic pops up. What's your favorite adaptation, Rosie? Tell us. Is it Castlevania? Well no, my so, my favorite adaptation is very near and dear to my heart because I watched it all the time when I was a kid because I love this character. It is the first Tomb Raider film with Angelina Jolie because I am so, I watched that film on repeat again and again and again. I loved that film. I love, again, like I was saying, you've got the, it's Lara Croft and you've got the mansion and the manor and things like that. So you've got like the things they have in the Tomb Raider film and she goes around on adventures and um, sees different cultures and everything. But, the new things when I was a kid I was like this is the coolest thing ever like yeah. the robot at the beginning that Lara's training with and stuff they're yeah. not in the games but as a kid I was like "That! Wa- Lara's got the she money to buy a robot would. she could do that <laughs> um, and then you have the tombs and stuff like that as well so the tombs, that she and, the tombs. and the tombs and she's raiding on. in them and uh <laughs> <laughs> you got you got Daniel Craig. Oh being, yeah, Daniel Craig's in it, isn't he? Yeah, I always forget that. Being the young Daniel Craig and stuff. Um, so that's a very near and near and dear adaptation to me. But I I have a thing with some friends where we try and watch all video game adaptations. So in terms of like my favourite, there's just so many. I love obviously Castlevania on Netflix. Mm. I've been really enjoying Tekken on Netflix. Um, I've been. I enjoyed the the Street Fighter film um, from like back in when was it probably the '90s or something. It what, came McCallie out with
2: Kylie Minogue in.
1: Yeah, she's yeah she's in it. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. That's a great. And um, I can't remember the actor's name right now, but the actor who plays M Bison, he's also um in the Adams family. He's like Mr. Adam in it. Um, and he's um, <laughs> sorry, who's Mr. Adam? Mr.
3: Adam, <laughs> <who's>
1: Mr. Adam? <laughs> he's the dad. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. <laughs> Gomez, Gomez. yeah,
2: Gomez.
1: Thank you, yeah, Mr. Adams. You call him probably Mr. Adams. Nobody calls him Mr. Adams. Well, (laughs) I call him Mr.
3: Adams.
1: Well, he plays more than one Mr. Adams. He's that actor, but him as M. Bison, he like he has great fun (laughs) with the role, and it's just a joy to watch him play that as well. Um, And there's. Oh like even the Mortal Kombat films which you mentioned. I love the Mortal Kombat film. Yeah. Like I, I love I absolutely
0: love really stupid action films. Like yeah. I obviously I make a big deal about liking horror. But I love silly action films like Dwayne the Rock Jonks jonks. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> is one of my most watched actors because I love every stupid film he does. Is he in Doom? He's in Doom! Yeah, I, was gonna I, say, Doom. I haven't seen
1: Doom yet, but oh. I know that he's in Doom.
0: I just, I love it. And like Rampage as well when he's in that. Um, I just, I I love silly action films. And Mortal Kombat was absolutely like... Oh, it just embodied the spirit of not taking itself too seriously. You see all the stuff from the games where like the, the the guy throws the hat around and all that sort of stuff. It was just like every moment was a bit of a spectacle and a bit of a like this doesn't need to be anything more than we're really enjoying the video game moments of this of this film and I love it. I love yeah. it so much. Like, I love
1: those moments as well. I've had this with the the Tekken um, anime at the moment on Netflix where. Yeah. Um, you're watching it, and then you see a move that you know the characters yeah. do in the game, and then like yeah, you, you have the the meme Leonardo DiCaprio moment of like ah, the but, move, but yeah, the move they did the move, um, which you know could go over a lot of people's head, but you're just like oh, I know that move, I yeah. know that move, they're doing that move and stuff like that. So I'm um, I, I, yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of video game adaptations because you know I love video games, and this is just another way to enjoy them and also share them with other people mm. and stuff like that. Um, so. So yeah, those. I mean, i was just trying to think. I, like even recently, I watched uh, the Dragon Quest film on Netflix as well, and uh, I didn't
2: even know there was a Dragon Quest. I'm just,
1: just nodding, yeah? like, of course, there there's is. a Dragon Quest film, but it's um, from the fifth game, and it. So that film goes through the story of the fifth game, obviously condensed into film form. Um, and since watching that, I've only played Dragon Quest Eleven, but I watched this whilst playing Eleven, and now. Because that pretty much, I believe, just follows the story. I really want to play Dragon Quest V and actually now see it in video game form. So it's not only a case of, you know, you play the video game and then watch the... The film or TV show. Sometimes it's the other way around. Mm. You watch the TV show with a brief little bit of knowledge, and then you're like, "I really like the story and stuff." And then you see what the actual video games like as well.
2: Mm. Did you ever watch the Nino Kuni anime?
1: Yes, I did. I still
2: haven't watched that.
1: Oh, that's, that's a that's a fun ride as well. I, I immediately just wanted to say something, <laughs> well, and I'm I just going to stop. I'm just no, going to stop saying it I, because
2: I was meant to watch it and then just didn't. <laughs> uh, but I, I, occasionally, someone will message me on Twitter like, "Have you watched the Nino Kuni anime?" MMA, mm. And I was like, oh no, I really need it's on to my list. I need to.
0: What is your favourite adaptation then, Rob?
2: Oh I it's a difficult question because the the one scene that always sticks in my mind when anyone says video game adaptation to me is a scene from the first Resident Evil movie. The Laser Corridor. I, I haven't love seen the a Laser... Resident
1: Evil film. Oh my God, right I know, I was going to say it's going to come up, oh but everyone God. asked me because I love, love, love the Resident Evil games. I just have never Why? seen the films. So Why not? I just haven't seen well, them. I, I don't know. Just...
2: I'm going to talk about The Laser Corridor. Yeah. You've got to see the Colin first, Salmon! The first Resi movie, mm-hmm. just for The Laser Corridor. It's... So I remember watching that, I was... Um, I can't remember how old I was but I remember thinking oh my god this is, this is so terrifying mm. like it was uh, a really terrifying moment when you watch it now it's you know not as terrifying oh, just so quite good. funny the way but his chunk
1: falls oh, out it's so
2: good I love it I don't. I don't want to spoil it for I'm you just now, here, Rosie, just like,
1: No, I but know. You'll, I've been meaning you'll to. you know the
2: scene when you get to it because they're in a corridor and there are lasers.
1: <laughs> but I'm sure you've seen. seen yeah. I think I've seen that scene on, like, you know, when people upload a highlight or something. Yeah. Or they start sharing it around on social media and things like that. So I, I do I, think I've seen
0: hasn't it been referenced back in the game since then as well like I swear that I don't know if that's true or not but depends like, on when it came out
1: and you've got the famous Rosie um, would know yeah. if she'd
2: seen the movie
1: <laughs> <laughs> you've got the famous laser scene in Resident Evil 4 but I don't know when the film came out compared to when the famous laser scene in Resident Evil 4 describe it to me uh, so Leon is in a in a corridor and then I lasers start yes, lasers start it, like appearing it, yeah. and then he does these awesome like slow-mo yeah, moves yeah, to avoid the, them and stuff that's the reference to the film <laughs> <There we go. laughs> so, but which came first the film or the I game think the, the film, film. the, the film. film came first i think yeah. the
2: first resi film was early 2000s it was about 2000 or
0: 2002 somewhere. yeah oh, okay resi
2: 4 was 2006
1: I can't remember right now. No. It was definitely
2: after the movie.
1: Yeah. Okay. For sure.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, oh, well there you go. Well that's an like, like, I've
1: learned you. something there then. There we go. I I
0: love love the resident <laughs> evil films. Like they are they're so silly in like the best way like oh my god like that they can capture all of the game stuff I feel like a film or adaptation has never captured the spirit as well as the Resident Evil film okay because like it's 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 horror but it's schlocky like it's it's it knows when to be corny and it knows when to be really cool and action packed and there's loads of bits in the middle that kind of tie it all together and i I think they're fantastic like I've se- I, to be fair I've seen one, two, three, four, five. I haven't seen six yet because mm-hmm. that was on my, my big watch of them all. I uh, I missed out six, but the the first five that I've seen, like I I was looking forward to the next one. Every time I finished it, I was like, let's <laughs> get the next one on, let's get the next <laughs> one on. And then like you'll meet characters and stuff that are from the games, and you'll do the, the Leo move, you're like, oh, there they are, there's Ada. Like it's so good. Uh, uh, bah, you will love them bah. so much. Like, bah. you will love
2: them. Sorry, uh, can Bob. I can I also mention uh, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children?
1: Oh yes, what a ride that <laughs> is! Oh yeah, oh, I remember
2: yes. when that. I was so excited for that to come out. Mm. Like there were trailers for it, and then it did v- eventually come out. And I was mm. at university at the time, and I bought the DVD. Um, I accidentally bought two copies of the DVD because I double clicked by now. Oh, <laughs> get
3: me <laughs> I was, a bit of fire.
2: <laughs> and, uh, Two copies arrived hilariously, uh, but I gave one to my friend who I had to come round to my dormitory room. We did a Final Fantasy VII Advent Children viewing. Um, <laughs> Sent him with a key bag. He had never played the game before and he was just watching it like... What the hell's going on? (laughs) Who are these people? And I was just like, oh, the entire time. It was just, at the time, it was the most amazing CG I had ever seen. Mm. Ever. It's still Um, got
1: some really good moments. I watched it. Um, I bought it on Blu ray after I played Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. because that's I don't know why I played Final Fantasy 7 on my uh, Vita, and then when Remake came out, that's when I started thinking, yeah, let's watch Advent Children. And there are some really good CG moments in it. If memory serves me correct,
2: the, the action scenes are amazing, mm. like the, the fight scenes where they all fight Bahamut in Midgar. Yeah, and Efi uh, is running up the side of a building, and there's like a one shot where four or five different the cameras like panning around Bahamut, and four or five different characters all sort of like leap across the screen like red 13 goes in for an attack vincent like swoops back and shoots it Yuffie's running at the side of the building throwing her shuriken and it finishes with cloud doing this amazing attack yeah Ah. Oh.
0: Oh, so this is the Final Fantasy VII characters I'm picking up. Yes, (laughs) yes. It's a type
2: of movie that doesn't really make a huge amount of sense if you don't know Final Fantasy VII. But for people who like Final Fantasy VII, it's basically one big CG fight scene.
1: Even if you do know Final Fantasy VII, there are some plot moments in it that you're like, okay, right? Yes.
2: And then, then, um, there are some interesting fan (laughs) theories. Then. Then. (laughs) Then. (laughs) With Final Fantasy VII Remake, there are some very interesting fan theories about how the story of Final Fantasy VII Remake has potentially taken some elements from Advent yeah. Children and canonized Advent Children in a way that makes it even more exciting.
1: I think that's one. Of, uh, I think that was main, uh, prob- not mainly, but when again, I did remake. I heard about these theories and stuff. I thought, oh, I really need to now yeah. watch Advent Children to get a full mm-hmm. grasp of what could potentially be happening. So, and I'm I'm very glad I did as well.
2: Yeah. So. Not only is it a, a ludicrously over-the-top CG action movie, mm. it could now be quite important to the story of the ongoing Final Fantasy VII. I can
0: see you wanting that so bad in you. are
3: like,
2: <laughs> I want it! Yeah, you could know, <laughs> get so deep, you know, it gets really sort of complicated in the little bit, you know. You've really got to dig into the lore and the backstory. Um but also, I remember when Final Fantasy Seven, not Final Fantasy Seven, sorry, Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within, I read it down. Came out, I read that down. Um, <laughs> which, which I think, which I think, is a very a criminally underloved and underappreciated so movie. I haven't
1: heard of this one. This oh. was
2: the very first Final Fantasy movie, um, and they went big on this.
1: Okay, I remember
2: the. I remember being in a cinema and seeing a trailer for it, and just open mouthed at how good the cg was like at the time square soft as they were back then this was before the the square enix merger mm-hmm. um like the the cg cutscenes in final fantasy 8 in particular were so good um that they just had this reputation for doing the best cg ever like square soft's cg was just god tier cg yeah and then i saw the trailer for the movie and oh I, I was so hyped, so, so hyped for it. Um, I need to
1: look out for this one, and then.
2: You've got to watch this film, Rosie. <laughs> you've got to watch the film. Ah! Um, I think there's like, some really good actors in it as well, like Ving Rhames is in it, yeah. does one of the voices in it. Um, it's a cool film. And I think even now... Even now, the CG looks pretty good. Well,
0: it's like that, watching Beowulf as well. That CG, oh yeah. Oh. Obviously, that's not an adaptation. Well, it's an adaptation of a very old poem, yes, but, um, or book, whatever. Old uh, Norse, I don't know <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> Old English, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere I did. I studied yeah. it at uni, and I, I think. Is it? I don't. I don't remember. Anyway, the CG in it's really good. It's great. Um, the spirits within, or like I have such vivid memories of loving that film, and I think this is this is like the key crystallized moment, though, isn't it? Because like I haven't really played Final Fantasy games, yeah. and Final Fantasy games, I don't think they're bad or anything, but they don't interest me. Um, they don't hit my gaming needs uh, from 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 other stuff that I've played. And that's not to say that I wouldn't if I gave them more of a chance, but you know, I, I wouldn't label myself a Final Fantasy fan. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy is Spirits Within, I'm a massive fan of. I love The Spirits Within. <laughs> like I just remember the the big like if you get oh, if you get touched by the monster, it kills you and mm. there's all these wiggly tentacle monsters everywhere mm. and it's really like emotional and like they're all like wow, like driving in between everything. It's like a kaiju film like, oh my god, it's good. Yeah,
2: it has nothing to do with the games.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But there are <laughs> there are little
2: elements in there, little yeah. tiny elements that are not to what's in the game? Yeah. Um, I, need to, I need to find
1: this now and watch. But it. But
2: it's uh, an, an underappreciated, I would say, a really underappreciated, visually spectacular science fiction movie. Yeah, that you should definitely check out, Rosie.
1: Mm. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll
0: find Lists it. Reams, reams. I feel like I'm gonna finish off this section because I've there's so many films written down here. Um, but for my kind of Favorite. It's the Silent Hill film. I was going
1: to say Silent Hill for you. I could imagine. I
0: love the way the little girl goes,
3: Silent
1: Hill. That's (laughs) it. I haven't seen the Silent Hill films either. Oh, you haven't? No, I haven't seen that. But I have seen the scene of her just like rolling on the floor, go like Silent
3: Hill,
1: (laughs) like just screaming it. That's the only thing that I really know from that. It's just that moment. It's my favorite thing to just reference,
3: like Silent Hill.
0: (laughs) Because and then they they all drive to Silent Hill. Like, all right, yeah, she's going on about this place in her nightmares, and is about to fall off a cliff. Let's take her to the time. Um, <laughs> I watched it when I was too young and too afraid to, to watch a proper horror film. And there's a scene which is like the true silent hill kind of like it morphs between these two worlds where it's kind of like this old disused horrible place and then the alarm bells go you hear the Mm -hmm. noise and then it turns into this ugly horrible decrepit place and there's a bit where she's hiding in a bathroom and this horrible gnarled like barbed wire creature is crawling up the floor and I had to run out of the room like I was like I'm going I can't watch this Ah!" and had nightmares about it for weeks um, like, because that's just sort of person I was back in the day. But it it fascinated me. It's another one of those things. Horror's always fascinated me, but even when I was too young and afraid of it, and I came back to it, and I just I love it. I think it's so. It's it's got again. It's another one that's captured the heart of the games in being this psychological monstrous, freaky little adaptation of what the game series represents and plays with all of these different themes. It has the fog. It has all the moments where you're going to yell about. Mm-hmm. And it's just, oh, chef's kiss. Well, I love Silent Hill. They've
1: announced a new film, haven't they, yeah, as well? Yeah. Um, is the it Townfall or is that the game? Uh, the names are a little lost I don't th- to me. I can't remember. I don't think this one has a name yet. I just yeah. remember that they had like the director who... I think they also directed the films that are already out, but yeah. they're taking like a bit more a different sort of angle with the film now. Yeah. But I remember um when they were talking about it and things. I'm I'm excited for mm. the for the upcoming Silent Hill film.
0: Oh my god, the bit with Pyramid Head as well, that's just flashing into my head.
1: Oh my god, I think that that's
0: just it's just a sublime, disgusting moment, which I won't say because you haven't seen it, but the bit where Oh, Pyramid Head and the door, that's all I'm gonna say. But, it's good i'm really excited i love talking about films oh my god Uh, i love video game adaptations as well because they have that such special place for 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 fans on both sides of the spectrum for film fans for game fans everybody and the people in the middle who are like about it okay us it's even more special but yes i think we should finish up here with a final question that is is there any video game kind of series or singular game that you would love to see in film or tv
1: Ooh.
2: Well, we know God of War is getting one now. Yeah. That's official. That's crazy. That's very exciting. That's very exciting. We don't exciting. know anything about it other than that it's, it's happening. Yeah. Um, because I would have picked that. That is happening now.
0: Yeah. There's a piece of me, like, I don't know, I don't know to say or not, but like, I'm always a little bit like, oh my God, that's my favourite. Like, be careful, hold it carefully. Like, Mm. (laughs) look after it. Like, a bit of that sort of trepidation. But I also have, after seeing The Last of Us first episode and kind of feeling where that's going, I have nothing but joy in hearing more adaptations are coming for people to tap into these games.
1: I'm just saying I probably I know that there's been I think there was a, uh, a film that was made exclusively in Japan, but I would love it if they made maybe a TV series or something on the Yakuza series, because yeah. it's such a great story. Um, and I think, again, you could incorporate, you know, the the seriousness of the story as well as then have some, you know, so, you know, when sometimes films and TV series, like we know this is a serious story, but here's a little light, more lighthearted moment. Like yeah. even if you have Kiryu seen of him in a bowling alley or something like that. Um, so I think like a TV series um, to give it, you know, more space to fully explain mm. the story. I don't know of which a game yet. I haven't decided <laughs> that. Um, but I think if they did that and then made it for like, you know, worldwide so everyone could access it, that would be awesome. 100%.
0: I think I would really sorry my stomach gurgled as i said that that was my body going please i would love to see um control have like a, oh that would be great uh, imagine a tv series of control where it's like the psychological kind of Oh my god! Like, there's just so many ways you could play with it, and Mm. I would love, love, like, if they did a kind of monster of the week kind of control sort of thing with (laughs) Jesse going round, like, oh, okay, here's form of the worm. Oh, okay, here's the mold threshold. Okay, here's this other like thing that's crossed over, whilst having this big like, you know, push to find Dylan and discover what the. The oldest house is because there's so many things you could do with it because it crosses over so many dimensions. Control, like Twilight Zone, control. That'll I be- do love,
2: I do love that genre. Yeah, of TV. In that same vein, I think Returnal would make mm. an amazing. Yeah, like, that just sort of. You gradually unravel the mystery of what the heck is going on. Yeah. I think it would just make for a very cool TV show.
0: So good! Oh my god, a Hollow Knight animation as well. <laughs> I, I was literally in my
1: head. I was thinking of. Um, I, was, I was thinking about what games do I absolutely love, and then I thought of Cuphead. I was like, "Hang on, Cuphead's already got a show that I watched." Like, yeah, oh, here uh, we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I, mean, I was like, I've already watched all of that as soon as it came out. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs>
0: oh, this—it's just so ripe, like, oh. Uh, especially with these like massive 100 hour plus games as well can you imagine like a little Elder Scrolls like I, d- I don't know if I, I don't know if it would work but uh, I would watch it like an Elder Scrolls moment where maybe just like someone who, who like a comedy series where it's someone who just lives in Whiterun and watches the chosen one do everything like oh god <laughs> he's breathing fire again great shout tune
1: again absolutely <laughs> as well another, th- another series I love is Rapper the Rapper and there was an animated series exclusive to Japan again maybe oh. I-, I should just move to Japan at this point learn yeah. the language and then I'll get access to all of these things there and then I'll come back and be like there we go I've watched it now and it was great <laughs> <laughs> you can come
0: back and do the special episode but for now we're going to move on and we're going to go to the comments of the week so stay tuned for a small little song <laughs> Okay, guys, we're in the comments of the week section and yes. there's three of us. So who's going to do the double sing?
2: I will do the double
3: sing. <laughs> I will take the song. I will take the I will ring. Do, I will take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: usually we have Dave to set the key. Yeah. To set the harmony. And uh. Dave's quite a good singer. I, I am not. So. Yeah, we're we're, <sighs> we're
1: missing the actual musical talent here yeah, right now. Okay, just got so his jumper, there's Remains. Ju- I'm having a blank of the order now. Now Dave's not. I don't know why. Any other time, it's been three of us. It's been fine, but now I'm like. Let's without- go.
2: One, two, three, four. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> it's
1: time. It's, uh, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Sorry. Look.
0: <laughs> I'm not very. I'm not very good at singing. Come on. <laughs> so- I was trying to find the note.
2: Let's do it again.
0: Let's go again. (laughs) Ah, Okay,
3: sorry. It's time. It's time.
2: It's time. It's time for for Comments comments of the the Week. week.
3: Sorry, I'm still laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on.
2: Look, now Dave's going to think that he's crucial now to this. Oh, don't say that. We can't. (laughs)
0: That's how I feel about that. Why would you...
2: What has got on here? I just
0: dropped. I've just dropped my tablet.
1: It's got it back now. Oh, sorry. <sighs> it was just Ash's face. <laughs> the note broke as well. Just.
2: <laughs> it's time for comments of the week. Anyway.
0: <laughs> oh. Right. Okay. <laughs> We're in. So, Comments of the Week, we are here. We collect these comments or Alex, our community manager, community coordinator? Yes. Community coordinator is his official title. Collects up your lovely comments that have the hashtag pod squad, pod squad. in there from either our YouTube videos or social media. So wherever you want to leave a, a message, carry a pigeon, throw it into the fire and will it to us. Like write it on the back of a stone tablet. It and won't blood. get
2: here if you throw it into the fire. Yeah, just but, saying that
0: you know, we might think about it though <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe you know, it will appear in a dream yeah. I will sit quietly and see if I can I can see any messages behind my eyes but yes send us a little pod squad comment and we'll come into this list perhaps and we'll read it out perhaps so for this week we're starting off with Maiden Kaplan who says I gotta say I listen to you guys whilst walking around the university or walking my dog and every time you say hashtag pod squad pod squad, pod squad. I chime in <laughs> trying to be the fastest one to say it this is called several or- this has caused several awkward situations where people stare at me shouting pod squad pod squad <laughs> like a maniac <laughs> thanks for that love you guys you're very welcome Aww. <laughs> that's great reminds me of
1: um, Dick and Dom their bogeys game yeah this is our bogeys <laughs> yeah this is our uh, pod squad our
0: <laughs> just do another
2: one for, for that person.
0: Okay, well, you never you don't know where it's going to come. I'm going to keep on talking, so you don't know when it's going to drop, and I'm going to say lots of things very fast. Podsquad! Podsquad! Ah, there we go. Rosie
2: was good. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie, Rosie's become the best at this. I've yeah. learned from, now. From being regularly the last. I'm like a puppy. Rosie's in there almost <laughs> before Ash has said
1: it. Now. <laughs> she hears the p- and she's like, <laughs> You can say like puppy, and I'm like squad. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm going to say lots of P-words as well for, for, for lovely Maiden Kaplan, so papaya, parappa, Pomplemousse. Pod Squad. Pod, pod, pod Squad! Ah, ah, Rob got me that time. Yes. <laughs> (laughs) This is going to be our new game now. Oh, right. Well, thank you for that. We've also got one from Matthew001 who says, Really loving the podcast. As a long-time viewer, it's been great to have something to listen to when traveling now as well. You all mentioned having a good break over the holidays and being refreshed. A lot of us use the break as an opportunity to play more games and catch up on the backlog. (laughs) But I wondered, do you all take a complete break from games, as in you spend so much time playing them at work, or maybe just use the time to play things you haven't had a chance to for the channel? Squad?" Post <laughs> 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 what? Well I Rosie. win. I, well win. <laughs> I think um, for me, it's very much like I don't know. I'll play just play games,
1: just play games all the time. I think it depends on at the moment at the time. I mean, uh, the Christmas we just had, I finished. Like I said, I finished up Sonic Frontiers, and I played Crisis Core. Um, and then after that, I delved into the backlog and booted up Skyrim. So yeah. that was just at the time. But the Christmas before that. Um, I or oh, not even before that, it was a Christmas maybe a cup I can't remember now. But I just dedicated the whole time to Yakaza Like a Dragon. Yeah. Like, you know, non stop playing it. I couldn't put it down. Um and that was at the at the time it just come out and I was playing it for work and then the Christmas break happened and rather than doing something else, I was like, No, it's time. More. Yeah. More yokes yeah, are like a dragon. <laughs> I think it's important to
0: have a little moment where like you do like pull back slightly, and I think Christmas is the best time for that, just having a little Ah, I'm gonna eat some food and lie down. I like to use it for You can do both
2: of those things or playing video games though. Exactly. Which is uh, It's <laughs> you true. Could, <laughs> you can eat, lie down and game. My, all my my at the same my time.
0: <laughs> my version of that is just playing games that are shorter. It's is basically it though so like i'll play something like signalis i played at christmas i love that it's so good um where, where i had like a few days like absolutely bashing signalis and then i'll have a couple of days where i'm just like christmas time and then i'll go back and, and play something else i'm going through all the sly cooper games again at the moment yes. and that's kind of born from the christmas ah, i can do what i like i'm gonna go back and play some old favorites mm. um but yeah i think it's good it's good to have a little mix of everything and you know games are a break that's a little escapism isn't it as well so it's just having a bit of a, bit of a mix
3: yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah. just checking in I agree <laughs> <laughs> we got one from uh, Jonka Melot next or Melo who says Melon <laughs> <laughs> Jonka Melon um, frequent lurker and hashtag VOD squad Good, just checking. Been ill since the start of the year, so decided to go back and watch all your podcasts since episode zero. Thanks for getting me through this sickness. I'm now part of the pod squad. squad. Yeah, had lots of fun and I'm feeling much better now. P.S. Did you know there's a Yu-Gi-Oh! character called Robert Pearson? What? Really? I'm glad you're feeling better, but also what? No. A
2: Yu Gi Oh character.
1: That's fantastic. Let's do 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 do. Robert Pearson, it's time to do 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 made a joke about. Blue eyes,
2: white dragon. Yeah. I can't remember what
1: it, it was called. I it remember was, the joke. It was in uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I think, where, you know, you're doing the dueling matches. And I think it was in a Friday feature. You made a joke of it's time to and then I had to edit it. So it was just all like, like you know, uh, when the animation goes down. I do like, you
2: vaguely remember that, Yes,
1: yeah. I remember you scripted it in, and I was immediately like, is that a Yu-Gi-Oh joke? And <laughs> <laughs> you were like,
2: yes. It I is? was like, excellent. Yeah, I used to love Yu-Gi-Oh.
0: Well, now you're commemorated forever as Robert Pearson from Yu-Gi-Oh.
2: I had not. As, that's blown my mind.
0: I was waiting for you to say, yes, I, actually, Robert Pearson isn't my legal name. I got it from the Yu-Gi-Oh show. <laughs> <laughs> I was named I was so after. I'm so much of a
2: Yu-Gi-Oh fan. I changed <laughs> my name to some minor character from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's a nice little fact. That's, that's great. Nice I'm
2: going to have to Google this character now, see what they look like.
1: Make it your yeah. profile picture on Twitter. I will.
0: Sh- yeah. You oh should. Oh, man. Here we go. Here we go. You've got that to look forward to. We've got another one from Jack Skett, who is Access Fans Discord Overlord. Hi, Jack. Hello. Hi. Who he says, absolutely brilliant series this year. Well done, team. Pod Squad. Pod Squad. After three series of the Christmas maze, what's your favourite challenge and which is the one that haunts your dreams? I think Ooh. Rosie being angry haunts my dreams. <laughs> Out
2: of three years, what's the favourite? Yeah, oh after goodness. the
0: whole thing. Oh. My favourite, I wasn't even in it, but Dave doing the Slender Challenge was my favourite. I really <laughs>
2: enjoyed revealing what that was yeah. to him. I knew how much you would hate it.
1: I remember uh, you phrased it in a very specific way that it seemed to be everything that Dave would be very good at and love. It. And he was very good in the challenge, but the way you phrased it and then suddenly it's like... Ah it's Slender <laughs>
2: I didn't realise what the game was going to be till very late in the day designing that challenge because all I knew I wanted was like a scavenger hunt around the office and mm. they've got to find eight items. So like, how how is there gonna be a game? What game fits into this? And then all of a sudden it's like oh, the eight pages from ah. Slender. Oh, it's perfect, it's perfect, it's perfect. Um and then my goal was to try and make it so that you were nominated Dave for the challenge. Yeah. But yes, I did enjoy that. That was great.
0: Ah, just a good challenge. Just a great challenge. A little, little spooky one. Also, um, L with the the chompies. I was going to
1: say that one's probably. I was trying to think which episode made me like the laugh the most, and I remember being in absolute tears on the Yakuza. Yeah and well, not only that, but like in the room being with Elle, and bless her, she had like the mouth guard on or whatever it's called, the, the lip widener. And uh <laughs> <laughs> i to go to the dentist and put my lip widener on. <laughs> the, the thing that makes widener. all your teeth show. <laughs> and I just remember <laughs> everything she was saying was and bless her, she was so brilliant and needed more and more tissues um and then even watching the episode back and then rob hearing you say like oh she's not gonna get like the godspeed gears or something and then just just i knew exactly where it was and just how the whole episode just went out in the end it was absolutely fantastic and great fun to do as well one that probably haunts me in a weird way, is um, I don't know why it's always talking with the the, the, uh, the death stranding one we did with the heart monitor. <laughs> you don't know
0: why that haunts you,
1: but I think it's just because that was uh it was the first one that I failed. I think I mean I might have felt one before, but I remember this one. I felt as if it was my fault, and I failed because I got so excited about finishing the challenge and completing <laughs> it that it was my downfall. It. it
2: wasn't it wasn't the fear that got you, Rosie. It was excitement <laughs> in the end that <laughs> The defeated you.
1: And I just remember Nate the whole time. Like I, I think it. Whole because i think nath should have played it because nath is so good at being calm and yeah just... but he's
2: no good at games rosie I mean, he was <laughs> so playing he <laughs> death stranding <He> at <laughs> the
1: time so that's why i thought like yeah, maybe
0: yes what a good boy <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no that is uh that is good all of them are just good like you're very good at it rob you're very good at creating christmas mazes. oh yeah
1: it's like the highlight of the year
2: well it's i wish i could take the credit for all of it
1: i mean Robopoly. This year was phenomenal. Seeing that board and like doing the challenges and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really take credit for (laughs) Robopoli. But I will. Robopoli's
2: business team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But yeah. We should stop talking about the Christmas maze now. Okay. It's over. I also love being wrapped in wrapping
1: paper. That was a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) I'll tell you what else is over this section because we're running over and we're going to go to before we go. Okay, we're in before we go, where we're just going to have a quick talk outside of gaming about what everyone's up to. So if there's anything you guys want to talk about, please do. And if not, I have some, some prompts. So we can talk about like a favourite original IPs for films and TV, or you can tell me if you're sticking to your New Year's resolutions because you know, I am. I am. This all happened in the last episode. I wasn't here for the last episode. I went to so. the gym
2: three times last week.
1: Hey. I started my jogging quest for, you have, for, Rosie? for training. Nice. And by the time that this episode goes up, I would have also hopefully shared a link as well for yeah. the, the fundraising stuff. So I did my first run on Sunday and of course on my first run. How was it, Rosie? Oh, it was tough. <laughs> it was tough. Did you,
2: are you using like a Couch to 5K app? That's what I'm yeah. using. Everyone recommended really it, useful.
1: Um and I've picked Denise as my as my coach from the list. And it's amazing how long a minute lasts when I like <laughs> when you're jogging. I've I've got like a playlist now <laughs> <there> on Spotify, <laughs> <laughs> and I was there like doing it, and then I, the whole time in my mind I'm like, come on, Denise, say that it's nearly done. Say that it's nearly done. And also on my first run, it oh. went out and it was lovely and sunny and then it poured it down with rain and then it hailed and then there was a lovely sunny double rainbow and then the paths were flooded and then puddles then it rained again and then puddles that were puddles were now flooded paths and i just had to i was just i've just got to jog through them so my feet were wet and i was drenched and then i won't like i couldn't finish
2: this is such a dramatic
1: it was so dramatic and then i got a message from my friend because i asked if he'd let me into the flat once i'd done it and then he saw the hailstone coming down and he was just like are you are you home did you get in okay and then at that point i I stood there and I was like, I'm drenched. I think I need to warm my bones before I get ill. So I sort of like jogged on back. So I did have to cut it a bit short, but that was because everyone also says online, I've got to listen to my body. And at this point I was drenched and freezing. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. Your body was like, please. Let's get in the hot shower. But I, so I did do it and I've done it now. So now I've just got to keep it up. And right now my, my legs are, are floppy. Like even when I was walking to the shop, my boyfriend was like, your feet are like slamming on the floor. You know, when they just sort of flop. Yeah. Um,
2: you get... Your muscles will start to get used to it there, Rosie. Yeah. I say that as someone who's never got past week three in Couch to 5K. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll do it. Yes. You will definitely
0: do we it. We believe
1: in you. I will do it. I'll do it for for the charity and for
0: everything. Yeah. It, will be, it will be done. I can imagine you just like, you're, you're going to be running marathons, you're going to be running outside of buildings, you're going to be <laughs> like Ultra
2: marathon Rosie in like two or three years' time. No,
1: I can't. Running do that. over the entire yeah.
2: Welsh mountain range.
1: <laughs> Rosie's like, I could. No, I'm like, I couldn't do that. I mean, like I said, the reason I'm doing this is because I'm terrible at running. So, uh, I mean, Land's End, John
2: Groats, Rosie running the whole way yeah. <laughs> over a month.
1: <laughs> over a whole month. Oh my God, my legs and body would die. Um, so yes, I'm doing that now, and it's being done, and training is commencing, which feels good. Yeah, nice. And you've been to the gym three times. Yes. i did like one jog because I had to <laughs> buy equipment and stuff. But it was you've a very done- stressful jog. <laughs>
2: I was yeah, proud of we- myself for doing yeah. it three times already. My brain is like, that's enough. Maybe I won't go this week. But <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard, isn't it? Yeah. To to be to do what's good for yourself oh, all the time, mm. and it's so easy. To do what is not so good for yourself.
1: To stay to home. To
2: just stay home doing nothing. <laughs>
0: I'm already thinking about the bag of cookies I'm going to pick yeah, up I know. for lunch. What is your um, New Year's? Eat healthy is the main one because um, I, I started before Christmas um, being like, oh, I'm going to eat healthy and kind of like go ways to make myself feel a bit better. Um, and then that failed after Christmas. I just didn't get back into it. So I need to get back into it. Um, whether that's, you know, through doing a bit more exercise or just eating healthy. It's that really boring one of just oh, look after yourself. Um, I think a lot of mine do, I just mainly like just 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 be kinder to myself is probably the main one (laughs) because I know that I am a bad critic and just, yeah, just do healthy things. Healthily is my rounded New Year's resolution. Twenty twenty, play more more games (laughs) and play more games 2023 the the year of overall health and play more video games (laughs) yeah i don't know the number 23 is one of my numbers that i'm like that's a great number that's a really good number that's a solid number like i just feel good about the number 23 so i feel like this year i'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna achieve things you're gonna do it yeah it's a good
2: number in sport, isn't it it's like michael jordan's number
0: oh that's that's my connection to michael jordan for
2: la galaxy and Number 23. I think Michael Jordan made it popular.
0: It, oh, me and Michael Jordan, the same. The same. The
1: same. <laughs> I'm really I'm thinking of the Space Jam film, and I was like, does he have the number 23 in Space Jam? Did I don't, he, don't know. He, he, he should
2: they, do.
0: Yeah. Also, one of my other. I don't know if it's a new year's resolution it's just something I really want to do is I really really want to get a cat at my uh, in my flat.
3: Oh
0: but like I'm not home enough to look after it and you know I'm not like I, I don't think it would be fair to have a cat while I'm on my own and I'm out quite a lot and I go home and I travel on the weekends and everything. So I feel like this year I may, maybe want to try like volunteering at like a cat charity or like an animal charity or do something like that. So I get to see some animals and do something good.
3: That's
2: a nice you, a nice wholesome thing to want lovely. to do. If
1: yeah. you did have your own cat, do you have any name ideas? Grimble. Grimble Oh my god, little Grimble. Grimble. She oh my god, knows actually hold
0: on, what hold would on. Be Let me draw my phone X I I have a list of cat names uh, in here <laughs> that I keep for such an occasion. I'll tell you my list of cat names. So Grimble is the main one. Grimble, um, I think, is an owl from The Legend of the Guardians, which is a Zack Snyder owl film, which is basically The Lord of the Rings with owls. Um, also, I think Salazar, and then in brackets, the warlock prince. Um, I would I would love to have two black cats called Bartholomew and Balthazar, so I could call them Barty and Batty. Uh, precious Mineral, I just think is a nice name. If I is that have, for one cat? Pre- Not Yeah, the- just Precious Mineral. Precious Mineral. Precious Mineral. Francois de la Salami. <laughs> <laughs> also, Star Spangle, which I just think is great, but it's, you know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit patriotic of America. So maybe you have to be an American cat. I'd have to check the meow first. Um, McRib, also a good name. McRib. McRib. Um, <laughs> and I just, I don't know if I've written Ravioli Egg Lover as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> ravioli It It is my kid. Like you have like a collar on it. It just says ravioli lover. What's
2: wrong with just calling them like you know Clio or whiskers?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing.
2: God.
0: Nothing. But that's that. That's my little my little rundown. Grimble is good though. Toasty is called Toasty, but it came about through being a called Topaz, and then she was Toastbag because someone can pronounce it, and then she became Toasty, and then she became anything. That we wanted to say like she's called Peep and Papoose and like uh, just all sorts of weird I mean, names we get down
2: a whole rabbit hole here yeah. of what are the names you call your pets that aren't their actual names oh yeah, yeah. well <laughs>
1: Angus is Lord Angus and mm. I call him my little polar bear even though he's, a, he's he's an old big boy now <laughs> he's always my little polar bear How about do you have any weird ones Rob yeah go on
2: well I just call my, my dog's name is Hallie
3: yeah
2: <laughs> I just call her Bum <laughs> it, just, it feels like it feels quite apt. Yeah, she's mum... just quite lazy and just like.
1: <laughs> my mum did one where uh, my nieces were a lot younger, and I don't know where this came from. We were all, we all just met up for a little get together, and she just called Angus randomly. Angus Pangus the Pooey. Yeah, and ever since it's always just been a thing. Like, how's Angus Pangus the Pooey? Like, none of never heard that name before. My mum just came out and said it. I don't think she'd ever said it before either. And ever since it's just been like. That's that's one it's of his names. Gotta flow out.
0: Oh, it's the way it be. But on that note, I'm going to think of some fun pet names for you guys for oh, next God. week. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. This is the end of the podcast now. Don't forget to give us a like and a review if you're listening on your listening apps because it really means a lot to us. And you know, I read them all the time, so I would like to read some nice ones. <laughs> <laughs> don't review it if you don't like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you have a, if you have a, if you have any time to give an honest review genuinely that would be fantastic or leave a little comment on youtube and that would be really really helpful so thank you so much for for listening i hope you're having a fantastic day week two weeks when we come into the next one and we'll see you again soon bye